And I tell you, as I sat down there listening to worship and, and just trying to get my mind in a place, some of those same questions and thoughts begin to roll through my mind. And I get, I get frustrated and angry at the enemy because I'm like, if I listen to you, if I listen to those thoughts, then I'm now questioning God. If I listen to those thoughts, then I'm now doubting God. And nobody here wants to be a doubter, right? Nobody here wants to get caught in that or put into that category. But it's so easy. It's so easy to fall into that place. And this is what I want to encourage you. This is how I want to encourage you. If you, maybe you're not like me. Not everybody is, not everybody can be competitive or bullheaded or hardheaded. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm those things. Especially in the right circumstances, I am, I am those things. And so if I could encourage you to take on just a little bit of that, and when those thoughts begin to come in, combat those thoughts with, with an arrogance, if you will. Now, I know, it's not been, I know there's not been very many times anybody told you to be arrogant, but it's not in your arrogance, right? It's what I like to call a God confidence. Not self-confidence, but a God confidence. And what it is, is you're having confidence in the God that you serve. And so you, you, you respond to those, those thoughts with an arrogance, the way David did the giant. Who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine, that you would come against the God of heaven? I so as I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this worship song and I'm like, man, this is so relevant. This is so true. I know that there are people in this room who have prayed the prayer, who have asked the ask. They've went through the steps and they are waiting for God to move. So as they sing this song, they're pouring out their heart and, and they're all the while questioning can I sing this? Is it okay for me to sing? Do I really mean this? Do I really believe this? And then here's Pastor Dwayne coming up on the stage, putting them on the spot. How could you? I can because I get it. I get it. I understand it. And this is my answer. This is my response. How dare you, enemy, come against the God of heaven? You think you're bigger and better. Well, watch this. I believe. I believe. I believe we can get a miracle. I believe that God will move right here. Do I still have the same thoughts? Please believe. Please believe he is beating down my door. As a pastor of the church, we stand up here and, and we have to question, should we even ask the question? Should I? Should I even pull these people out? 
Should I even get them to get their selves riled up? Maybe I should just, maybe I should just settle back, let the guitar play, and just let them feel good for a moment. No. I'm sorry. I'm too bullheaded. I'm too hard-headed to allow that to happen. And I'm, I'm for doggone sure in this situation too competitive. Oh, yeah, I said it. I said it because from, from what I've seen, <clears throat> from what I know, the enemy is not on my level. I mean, according to my Bible, there's no competition there. So you are not about to come on my turf. I said it, my turf. Last I checked, it says the earth and all of its inhabitants has been, the dominion over these things have been given to us. I didn't say power, right? Oh, wait a second. When we accept Jesus Christ, we then have the power as well. So now we have dominion and power over the things in this. Who are you? You two-bit, thrown out of heaven, fallen into hell, trying to wreak havoc wherever you can on the earth that I, that I have the rights to run. Who are you? And I just, I want to encourage you. Encourage you to have a greater expectation of the God that you serve. I have no, I have, I have nothing else, nothing else to give you aside from that. And if I have to give that to you every single day until you stand up on your own and say, not today. Not today. I believe we are going to begin to see some things happen that we've been longing for. And it, it, it's so perfect. Pastor Jeff texted me last night and let me speak to myself, right? Just a little bit more. Because, you know what I mean? I, I can't put everybody's business out there. I mean, I don't know everybody's business, but it's so much easier for me to just use myself as an example. I had a message prepared and I had scripture that I had been kind of going through and going over. And here's the thing. The scripture came to me from somebody else. Because I went to a friend of mine and I said to him, man, I need you to pray for me. I just, I'm, I'm struggling right now. And my struggle at the moment to some would be small. So I want to say that because I want you to know that your struggle and my struggle may be different, but your struggle is most definitely as big to you as it is. It needs a mountain-sized amount of faith from your perspective. So as I speak to you, you may think to yourself, oh, this is nothing. But I need you to know that this needs a mountain-sized amount of faith. It's my teenage daughter. Oh, some of you are like, yep, mountains, two mountain-sizes. <clears throat> But it's not just there, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a, I'm a married man, family of five. There's always something, always some type of obstacle to traverse and to get over. And I woke up this morning after having a bit of a 
spat, you can call it, I guess, with my daughter, who I love very much. But I'm like, you're just not listening. You just don't get it. And because of that, the enemy's like, you're jacked. She's going to turn out like that person. And I'm like, ah, right? I won't say who that person is. <laughs> but the truth is, is that I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm fighting this. And I'm like, you're not going to, I'm not going to, no, 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 no. And all this good stuff. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and there he is again in my head. And just for the sake of it, because I, I, don't, I don't like to give the enemy more power, but I need us to all understand that there is something that he does, and it is he lies. Okay? But what we do with that lie is on us. So when we give him, you know, kadoos for destroying our lives, that was not him. He simply told a lie to us, which we took and allowed to manifest into our lives. This is not a message where I want to preach down to you. Not at all. I want to encourage you. And so as I'm sitting there and, and, and this is, you know, I wake up and there he is. There's a lie. And it's a whole nother lie. It's not even about my daughter. I mean, that one's sitting there on the shelf. I guess he figured, well, if I can't totally take you out here, then let me throw something else to you. But that is still sitting there so that you can see it. And so I jump, I, I jump up and, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm fighting it, right? I'm doing everything I can, right? But it just doesn't seem to be working. It doesn't seem like I'm, I'm, make, I'm getting any headway. So I get to work and I go into one of my friends and I'm trying to be a good Christian man. And I'm seeking help. And I say to my friend, I say, hey, man, I need you to pray for me, man. I'm like, the enemy is, he's in my head and he is just on me this morning. And he's like, and this is why I love God. My friend goes, <gasps> he gets tears in his eyes. Whenever my friend feels God, he begins to tear up. I mean, without fail. Every single time. And I mean, and it could just be he's an emotional guy, but I, in the moment, I typically feel it. You know what I mean? Like I know what's happening. And he's like, <gasps> so this is why. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm hoping. And he says, God woke me up this morning, three or four. It was like four o'clock in the morning. And he's like, God, I need to go to bed because I got to go to work. He's like, God, you know, you know, if you want. And God gave him a scripture. So he went to go read the scripture. It was Ephesians 6. And when he said it instantly, a, a thought came to my mind about Ephesians 6, a certain part. And the part that came to my mind was the beginning. I'm going to I'm going to read a little bit of the beginning. I know you don't have it there. Len. Don't worry about it. I'm going to read a little bit of the beginning. Because it's important um, as pertains to my daughter. Now, I did not tell this man what I was dealing with, okay? I didn't tell him what I was dealing with. But instantly, Ephesians chapter 6, if you want to go there with me, came to my mind. 
And this was the part that came to my mind specifically because my daughter is the one that had, had mentioned it. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord as his representatives, for this is just and right. Now, this is the amplified version that I just read to you. And it goes on, it says, honor, esteem, and value as precious your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. And it goes on to it goes on to get well, you know what? That all may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth. So that's the promise that that honoring your mother and father comes with is that you will have long life on the earth. So this is what my daughter had shared with me. Okay, I gotta rewind it a little bit. Pause. My friend John gave me this scripture. Instantly, this is what came to mind, which took me to another thought. How did this scripture come to mind? Why? Now I'm sharing with you. Just about a a week ago or so, my daughter, again, got in trouble. And my son, Elijah, I know, gasp. He's, you guys never really hear me talk about him. He's he's a teenager now, so you're going to hear me talk about him. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just guessing I'm, I'm, mm, I feel like the, no, I'm joking I'm just kidding I don't need I don't need to be prophetic to know that but listen to me <clears throat> so they got in trouble and so I had been waking up at five o'clock in the morning to go and try to be healthy right and I was like you know what I want you up at five o'clock in the morning I want you to do a study on obedience I was like, but this is what I want from you. I want a positive about obedience. This is what I told him. Because, you know, we're so quick that when we think about obedience, we think negatively, right? You know, disobedience. If you don't be obedient, then blah, 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 right? But do we ever really focus on the positives? So that's what I wanted from her. I don't want to get sidetracked because I can. So I told them to get up. They did a, a study. And, of course, in teenage fashion, I love her, bless her heart. She went and grab something that was there, pre-made, already done, which is fine, which is fine. But I'm like, if you're going to do that, you better not read it exactly. And in here, this is how God, listen, I'm giving you just tidbits because this is fun. I like to give you just a little bit of entertainment. And this is how God speaks to me, right? So I'm showing you how God will work. If you, if you trust him to do so, God will show you things and speak to you like he's right there next to you. So she reads her Bible study, reads her Bible study to me, and I'm like, man, that's good. That's almost too good. How much of that is her and how much of that is not her? I'm just curious. So God, in his amazingness, on my phone, which I'm still not exactly sure how, I'm like, how did... The, uh, what do you call them? The devotional that she used was on my phone. It was in my list of devotions. Yeah. And I'm like, did she use my phone? I don't think she used my phone. Did she use my computer? And maybe that's it. I'm thinking maybe she used my computer. But how did the devotion? And I open it up, and there it is. And I'm like, oh, So literally just that one sentence was her and the rest of it was the devotional. I was like, God, you're good. I love it. 
just for entertainment purposes. I was like, wonderful job after they shared it with me. So we're going to do it again tomorrow. We're going to do it again tomorrow. And this time, I, I can appreciate you going into the devotional and everything. But I was like, I want you to come up with more of your own. And please give me what I asked for, which is a positive. So moving back forward, that was the scripture that she used. And so instantly when John gives the scripture, I'm like, oh, Ephesians, obey your parents. Yes. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> but that is, that is not the complete answer to what I need, God, because the enemy is, yes, okay, I see you've got that under control, Emmanuel, I'm good. But what about this other thing, God? And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't take the time right away to dig into the scripture, but later I went and I dug into the scripture, and that's what I'm going to specifically speak to you about, and it's going to be quick. I promise I'm halfway through my message. Little do you know. But the rest of that scripture, let's go to uh, verses, <clears throat> verses 10, and I'm going to read through 14. So you can read this with me. It is in um, <clears throat> it, NLT. Yes, it is in NLT. So go ahead and let's read it right here. It says, a final word. Come on, hold on, pause. Now remember, this is the word that God gave my friend at 4 o'clock in the morning for me. He said, my friend said, this is what this was for. Tears in his eyes. He said, God gave me this scripture, and it must be for you. Here it is. All I heard was obey parents, so I knew that me and God were tracking. That's it, right? It was clarification that we're tracking. You feel me? Okay. But then it continues as I sit down to dig into it. It says, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Come on. Let's keep going. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Keep going. Keep going. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Pause. If that's true, if that's true, then we need to understand something. Fighting and arguing with the person in front of you is not the answer. Having a great expectation of the person in front of you is not the answer. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist. This is a different version. This is a different version. So that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground. Yet another version. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. Wait, wait, this is not another version. Different verse. Pause, okay? I want to look at that last scripture where it says, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after battle, you will still be standing firm. 
when I began to read this scripture, I, I instantly knew that this was something that I had to share beyond myself. Because what I realized is <clears throat> so easily and so often we forget, we forget who we serve. We forget what's inside of us, who's working on our behalf. And that's where fear comes into play. Doubt. That's when we want to turn tail and run. But, Lena, if you could go back two slides, go back to the big one. Right here. Do we really believe the scripture? That's one of my favorite questions to ask. Do we really believe the scriptures? This is the unspoken. Who here? I mean, I just for my just for me. Who here? Just be let's can we just be honest with me real quick? Who here really doesn't put a lot of you just don't put a lot of uh belief like this right here i mean anybody like do you like do we really is this really a thing i mean i mean really For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen. The unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world, against evil, evil spirits. Man, we got to believe. Because if we're going to believe in God and we're going to believe everything that's in this Bible, we got to believe this too. So can we talk about it for a second? I'm sitting down there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I told you I wasn't going to be before you long. I'm sitting down there and I'm realizing, oh, I'm realizing that something is happening and the enemy is not excited about it. Last night, I'm sitting and, and I'm feeling horrible. I was feeling horrible. And I'm like, man, I just don't know. Oh, Yesterday morning I woke up and I'm telling you what, I couldn't even talk for like the first probably five to ten minutes of getting out of bed. It was just like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is not good because whenever that happens, I might get a little bit of voice. But by the next day, I'm, it's gone, you know, and I'm like whispering to talk to you and this is the way I would have been preaching was my thought and I'm thinking I better I might better get a backup plan right and I'm, I'm all these thoughts right all these thoughts are going through my head and I'm like oh man PJ hits me up come on PJ hits me up I wish I would have put this on the screen man I wish I would have put this on the screen he hits me up and he says tomorrow is going to be 
fire, right? But he used the emojis. And it's like five of them just like bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, and, but see, again, this is God. Right? If we recognize him for who he is and have the expectation to hear him speak to us this way, it, I'm not special. I'm not special. I mean, I might be a little bit special, but <clears throat> he won't do something for me that he won't do for you. And here it is. I'm sitting there and I look at this text and just for a second, I forgot. And I'm wondering what does he know that I don't? So I, I commence, I commence the, the verbiage that we all love. I feel horrible. I just don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he responds in kind. He should. Bro, if you need me to take it, I got it. And my thought was, how are you going, how are you going to turn? <laughs> you know what I thought, PJ. How are you going, you don't feel good. Really? Are you going to ask Pastor Jeff to come and preach for you because you don't feel good? Come on, Kim. You would have came over and smacked me right there, wouldn't you? <laughs> Just tell the truth. <clears throat> and so then I'm like, man, Lord, what in the world? What is going on? What am I thinking? What am I doing? And he's like. So quickly, so quickly. Do you even remember? Like, I just spoke to you very clearly. And I was like, hmm? How do I, how do I write a whole message? How do I have a whole message prepared to speak and not even live by it? I opened it up and I looked at it. Son, put on every piece of my armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Amen. I, where's my phone? I responded. I read that and I instantly text Pastor Jeff back. This is my response. Wait, no, he called me. He called me first. He called me first. <laughs> I, said, I said, I was sitting here sipping my tea, repenting. Oh, that's, that's a side note. I won't even read that part. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to. I'm going to leave it out so I can get you out of here on time. No, no. <laughs> I'm repenting for the envy in my heart for the chicken tacos you're about to have. <clears throat> something you said, something you said hit me straight between the eyes. He says, go ahead. I said, what I'm preaching on, what I'm preaching on is what you, what you said. It, it coincides. You said Kim was talking about how we have been berated by the enemy lately. He says, true. I was like, I'm preaching on Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. 
And then I put the little emoji, the, the, the meme where the kid is like, you know, like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, he's super excited. You know why? Because it just hit me in that moment. Oh, you, no good, two-bit, thrown out of heaven. You almost had me. PJ says, yes. And I'm just like, I, I, you know, and I go, I said, to, I, I wrote him back. I don't know if you can see it from here. You see the orange? I put, well, I was like, I was like, tomorrow is going to be fire. The enemy don't know who he's messing with. And if we all can have that mentality, why? Because we know who we're dealing with. Let us begin to know who we're dealing with. It's not the person across from you. It's not your boss. It's not none of that. If we begin to handle these situations the way they need to be handled, then they will be handled. We don't see a miracle. The reason we don't see a miracle is because we turn tail and we run. I mean, can I just be honest? I'm talking about myself. I could have, I could have that morning not went and asked for a prayer from my friend. I could have not went and sought my brother to stand with me. I could have not went and said anything because I'm a pastor, number one. I'm a, I'm, I'm a great dad, number two. I'm, I'm looked at when respected within the community. All of it. All of it. Who I am means nothing. But because of that, and because of probably a thousand other things, I want to tuck tail, turn, and run. Because the enemy's saying the right thing at the right time for him. Wrong time for me. But I just gobble it all up and begin to repeat it. Yeah. No, no more, no more. Something that my mom used to say, there was a song, there was a song back in the day by uh, Donnie McClurkin. And it was like, uh, how'd it go? After, after you've done all you can, you just stand, you know? And it was just repeat that, stand, you know? And I'm like, man. And I used to see the people in the congregation, and they'd just be like, you know, come, 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 stand. You know, and then later, though, my mom would be sitting there, and my mom would have a real conversation with me. And I'm grateful for these conversations because they were real, and they, show, they, they, they were transparent. And she'd be like, I just don't know what it means. Like, what does it mean I, I, after I've done all that I know to do to stand? Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Listen. I'm about to say something that's going to really irritate y'all. I know I am. But I promised, I promised that I was going to get y'all here on time. So there's going to be a part two to this, okay? This is going to be a to be continued. But what I need you to understand, I want you to leave with today. What I want you to understand today is that understand your enemy. Know who you're dealing with. Right. We have been talking about who we have on our side for some months now. We have been talking about who we have backing us up, going before us. Right. We have been talking about leaning on the spirit of God and allowing him to lead us, guide us. 
Well, now we need to understand the enemy. We need to understand our adversary. And I'm going to tell you right now, he is nothing. And if we can understand that and really grasp it and really hold on to it, we would find ourselves in a completely different place. Why? Because of this right here. Because God said, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. All of them, every single one. We can do this. It's real. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Wow but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in darkness, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. <clears throat> next week, just a tidbit as I close. Next week, I want to talk to you about truth, integrity, preparation, right? I want to talk to you about faith, salvation, and the word of God. Those, those are the armor of God. But I want to talk to you about how they apply, how they're applicable in our lives right now. And I want to tell you how we misuse them. But for today, I'm going to be done. But I want you to know, though we don't want to underestimate our adversary, we do not want to overestimate him neither. So when we pray for a miracle and we have an expectation for a miracle and he begins his verbiage in our ear, we need to be able to stand firm with the armor of God. And I will, I will go into that the next time I come before you. But for today, I'm going to close. And... I don't want to close without giving anybody the opportunity that if you don't know Christ and if you have not submitted your life to Lord or, or maybe you just want prayer for something, anything other than that, please, by all means, come up and let me pray for you. But let me, let me pray to close. Lord God, I just come into you right now. <clears throat> God, I thank you and I praise you that your word is so clear. It brings such clarity to how we need to live our lives. It shows us from where our strength can come from. It shows us how we are able to combat the enemy. Lord God, I just pray right now that every person under the sound of my voice, I pray that they heard your word today. That they would be encouraged. That they would trust. That they would stand on your word. <clears throat> I pray right now in the name of Jesus that any lie that the enemy has been speaking into their minds, I rebuke right now in the name of Jesus. The seeds, the very seeds that have been planted, God, uproot them right now in the name of Jesus. 
Uproot them right now. And Father, I pray that that each person in here would replace the lies with your word. That they would seek out your word to replace the lies that the enemy has tried to plant. God, I pray that every person in this room would take on their responsibility to to live their life in strength, faith, and expectation. God, that they would take on their responsibility to trust you, believe you, and lay the cares of this world at your feet daily. Again, one more time, if there's anybody in this room that has not given your life to the Lord and you want to do so today, you want to make that confession, would you please raise your hand? I just want to pray with you. I won't call you up. You don't have to come up. If that's you, you want to raise your hand. Bless God. Bless God. Lord God, you know where each person stands. You know where they stand in, your, in, in the relationship with you, God. You know where they stand in their belief and their faith. God, I pray right now that this scripture, this word, Lord God, that it has increased their faith, that it will encourage them to go forth and to expect more in life because they're walking with you. That they would begin to speak your word into their life with expectation, with belief, with faith, that whatever that they're speaking to will be changed and transformed because your word says so. And God, I thank you and I praise you for the courage of your people who came up today for prayer, expecting a miracle. God, show up and show out in their lives. Show out in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you guys for your time today. I just hope that you will have a wonderful day and that you would enjoy the rest of this day. Be blessed, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. Hey, don't forget, deep in Wednesday night, 7 p.m. It'll be there, um, and we'd love for you to join us. Love you guys. Take it easy.